there and welcome. You're listening to the Stories from a Quest to Live Happier podcast, and I'm your host, Nancy Jane Smith. I'm a licensed professional counselor, and in this podcast, I share my stories and lessons I've learned and I keep learning on my quest to live happier. This podcast is produced every week, and the show notes are going to be found at live-happier.com backslash podcast. Welcome to episode 13, titled Self-Help Run Amok. Now, let's get into the show. So today I want to talk about self-help. And, you know, it's an amazingly wonderful industry. The idea that we can learn, grow, and feel better about our lives and become happier through reading a book or listening to a lecture or even listening to a podcast is wonderful. However, I know for myself and people who enjoy exploring the self-help world, sometimes we can be stuck in unhealthy patterns and beliefs just for the sake of being a better human being. Every now and then, I'll run into a person, an acquaintance, a client, even myself from time to time, and I'll think, yep, there goes a case of self-help run amok. For me, the phrase self-help run amok is defined as someone who means well. They have good intentions, but they've grabbed onto one or two self-help concepts and twisted them to mean they aren't good enough. So they twisted these concepts to mean that there's a right way and a wrong way. And if only they could figure out the right way, all would be well. Here's the thing. There is no right way. There are countless ways to do it. What may be the right way for you isn't the right way for someone else. Frequently, we are looking for the right way. It is a sign of fear paralysis. We don't want to make any moves until we know the right moves, which usually leaves us stuck. So here are some of my favorite self-help run amok phrases. If I think happy, I will be happy. Fill in the blank here. The concept is being intentional gone amok. We have been told that we need to pay attention to our thoughts. If we intend it, then it will come. So think positively and you will feel better. I agree. There are times we let ourselves become stuck in negative thoughts and negative patterns, and we do need to change those thoughts into more positive thinking. And there are times that we have real pain that we need to deal with. Yes, while I definitely believe when we think happier, we are happier, I also believe we have to put a little work into being happy. The idea that if I think about $100, it'll suddenly appear in my mailbox is highly unlikely. So too is the thought that if I just think happy, I'll be happy. The concept of happiness isn't a one constant thing. It's not like once I figure out happiness, I'll always be happy. So there isn't anything we can do to consistently be happy. Living happier means that I deal with everything. I deal with the pain, I deal with the joy, and I don't get stuck in one place or the other. So if I'm feeling scared, I allow myself to feel scared. If I'm feeling joy, I allow myself to feel joy. But the concept of I can only entertain positive thoughts or I can only think happy thoughts keeps us stuck in false bravado thinking. It does not make us happier. It makes us miserable because we're missing a whole nother section of our life, which is the pain and suffering of being human. And that's okay because from that pain comes happiness. It's only when we experience all of it, the joy and the pain, that we really can experience living happier. So the concept of if I think happy, I will be happy is self-help run amok. It keeps us stuck in pain and misery that we're not enough because even though we're trying so hard, we're still not happy. So rather than telling yourself, I just need to think positive, tell yourself, I need to give myself a little compassion for whatever it is I'm feeling right now. You need to check in and say, what am I feeling? Am I happy? Am I sad? And then be like, yeah, that's what I'm feeling. And that's okay. 
When we stop forcing ourselves to feel a certain way, that's when we experience living happier. And next on the list, I need to accept people right where they are. This one is frequently where I think people go amok. Yes, I fully believe that we need to accept people where they are. In fact, one of my favorite life mottos is they're doing the best they can with what they have. And that doesn't mean I need to put up with abusive, negative, or hurtful behavior. Accepting someone for who they are and what they're coping with and the pain they're in doesn't mean I have to take that pain on or be hurt by their pain. Accepting someone for where they are also includes knowing their boundaries, knowing that I need to set boundaries, knowing I need to say no. I don't need to put up with someone else's journey hurting me, but I do need to love people wherever they are, but they don't need to hurt me in the process. Here's another one. I need to be genuine and honest with everyone. I would like to add the words with wisdom to this sentence. So I would actually say, I need to be genuine and honest with everyone using wisdom. Yes, I believe we need to be grounded and authentic in our lives, but not everyone in this world is safe. Therefore, we need to have a little wisdom with which we share our authentic selves. We can still be genuine and authentic without burying our souls. We can still own our space, be aware of our insecurities, and take care of ourselves without opening ourselves up to people who won't understand. Wisdom to create appropriate boundaries is key. Bottom line, the goal of self-help is to feel less angst, be in pain less frequently, and learn how to interact in the world from a place of grounded authenticity. Basically, the goal is to live happier. The goal is to not beat ourselves up, open ourselves up to unnecessary pain, and feel like we're doing it wrong. Wake up each morning and be the best you possible. Bring awareness to your pain, notice your mistakes, and move forward. Making amends is necessary. Self-help is a wonderful space to start learning about ourselves. But real growth begins when we can enter the world and interact with loving kindness with ourselves and those around us. Knowing when we struggle with that task, we can have curiosity around why and attempt to learn better for the future. So freaking give yourself a break. You're doing the best you can with what you have. And that is a wonderful thing. And now it's time for the segment of the show called the weekly ritual challenge. One thing that has really helped me live happier is adding regular ritual practices to my daily life. So each week I'm going to be sharing a ritual with you and challenging you to complete it. This week I'm taking from last week's podcast and I'm making it a weekly ritual challenge. So the challenge is make space to ask yourself, what do I need next? This is a great practice to get into to cut down the draw of the constant to-do list mentality, the go, go, go. So when we can pause and ask ourselves, what do I need next? In the next minute, what do I need? It's a great way to bring it back to ourselves. So set a random alarm on your phone or write a sticky note that sits on your computer. But throughout the day, make space to ask yourself, what is it that I need next? And that's the show. Thanks for listening. The Stories from a Quest to Live Happier podcast comes out every week. If you have any questions, please email me at nancyjane at live-happier.com or send me a tweet at nancyjane. Until next time, here's to living happier. 